You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokele live from Seattle, Washington, USA. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the African Father in America podcast. This is episode 275. We are live streaming on YouTube and we are also live on Clubhouse. I have a really, really special guest today. Uh, for those who are meeting me for the first time, my name is Simon Javan Okelo. I am the host of the African Father in America podcast. And uh, I want to bring my guest on. My guest is Rob Oliver, who is a, a keynote speaker. And uh, Rob, how are you doing today? Simon, I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Excellent, excellent. I'm so happy that you made the time to join me today. And uh, I also just quickly want to give a shout out to Kuchi and Brother Earth who are joining us on Clubhouse. Uh, I encourage you to take a moment and ping in a few other friends um, and family to join us for today's conversation. To those who are with us on YouTube, thank you so much. I deeply, deeply appreciate you for taking the time to join us uh, today for this amazing conversation. Uh, in a moment, I'm just going to share what the proverb for today is. But for now, I want to share what the structure of today's show is going to look like. First, we are going to look at what the proverb is you know every day we gather here in order for us to learn uh, gain african wisdom but also bring stories and bring uh, special guests like rob uh, so that we can also learn from them and hear their perspectives on these beautiful african proverbs so after we learn about today's proverb we are going to learn about rob's uh, story i normally like to ask my guests to share with us a childhood story, whether it was 8 or 12 years old, what is it that happened earlier on in your life that inspires who you are as a leader today? So Rob, think about that because that's going to be a question for you. But then we are also going to talk about uh, the work that you do as a keynote speaker. You know, what is it that you're currently working on uh, that excites you, that you want uh, our audience members to leave our conversation uh, excited about and also at the very very end i'm going to ask you how we can support the work that you do so uh, with all those few remarks i want you all to know that today we are taking a virtual journey to togo you know togo is one of the smallest countries in africa it's on the west african coast and uh, the proverb today says that better the child weeps than the wife better the child weeps than the wife and i want to share the the three nuggets of wisdom in relation to this proverb. Uh, I deeply appreciate my team for preparing these nuggets for us today. The first nugget says that always, always put your family first. And then the second one says, don't take your loved ones for granted. And then finally, cherish the time you have with them. You know, I when I looked at this proverb, I automatically knew that, you know, when my, when my kids cry uh you know which they do all the time i have three kids and uh you know uh it's almost normal because it's something that happens often but when their mother cries something is wrong and a lot of the time 
I first think of what did I do, you know? <laughs> Even if she was walking down the stairs and she falls down, I first of all think of what is it that I did that made her fall down, <laughs> you know? So this proverb is a great reminder for me personally uh, as someone who has been with my wife and kids for many, many years uh, and also as someone who grew up in an environment where, you know, uh, my mother took care of so many children, including orphans and, uh, you know, sometime we would uh, we would be in a situation where my mother was weeping and we would wonder what's going on today you know the house would get smaller uh, when my mother cried so this proverb is so so powerful but i want to bring on my guest today rob uh, i know that you're not african but i know that you love words of the wise and i want you to take a stab at this proverb when you hear better the child weeps than the wife what is it that comes to your mind I think about the reason why children weep and the reason why my wife would weep. Children cry because they're uncomfortable. Children cry because the reason, there are so many reasons why children cry. But when it comes to why would a grown woman cry, it generally has to do with great sadness or great pain that has occurred in her life. And sometimes that great pain comes from, comes from your children who are something sad is happening in their lives or something they've done something that is causing sadness. And so uh, it would, it is better for children to learn from an uncomfortable situation or better for children to go through something that may cause them discomfort. And they need to learn how to handle difficult situations um, as opposed to when, when your wife cries, it's because there is a large problem that's going on. And so I, for me anyway, the wisdom there is uh, looking at the reason for what's going on. And also this, I've got three kids myself, and sometimes the learning experience that they go through is something that they don't necessarily enjoy. You know, it, I, it's the difference between eating eating what you would like to eat and eating what's good for you. You know, I, my kids, when they were little, they cried. They, they want the, they want a cupcake. They don't want a, a sandwich, but there is, there is a, an understanding that sometimes learning is uncomfortable, but the learning experience is something that they will look back on and value. I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, you know, I love also how you say that there's a bigger problem when you hear uh, a grown uh, woman, especially your wife. You know, this proverb says, "Better the child weeps than the wife." You know, uh, that that's the that's the the person that fully understands the entire household. So, uh, I deeply appreciate your perspectives. I see that we've been joined by a number of our friends uh, who support this show, like Brother Rushi and Mike. I see Lakeli and Bliss, and also Lavender, who is part of my team, has joined us for the show today. Uh, I, I just want to give you guys uh, a lot of, um, you know, appreciation for taking your time. I'm here with our special guest, Rob Oliver, who is a keynote speaker. And uh, we're just about to learn, Rob, your, your childhood story. I love sharing this story that uh, my mother gave me a bicycle when I was about eight years old. 
and uh, my job at that time was to distribute milk and bread in our in our neighborhood so every day in the morning sometime at 2 a.m in the morning sometime at 6 a.m sometime at um, you know during the weekends i would be distributing milk and bread until even 10 a.m in the morning uh, and all of this work taught me resilience it taught me the discipline to be here like i am now with you at 6am in the morning on a monday morning and uh, i want you to share with us your own uh, childhood story that inspires uh, the leader that you've become the parent that you've become and the keynote speaker that you are today sure so when i was a kid um, i was a bit of a nerd and didn't really feel like i fit in into to a lot of places and my story is not necessarily a singular instance but it is the character and nature of my parents and how they lived they lived by a set of principles that did not change no matter where they were so my dad was a pastor at a church and his behavior in church was the same as his behavior at home was the same as his behavior at, in the community and and the principles that guided him didn't change and you know there are some people and depending on where they are and depending on who they're with the way that they act changes and what i came to understand is if you have an understanding of right and wrong if you have an understanding of principles that you live your life by those don't change regardless of your circumstances and i'll tell you how that really applies in my life when i was 21 years old i acquired a disability i was body surfing on the outer banks of north carolina and i ended up um, hitting my head on the bottom and i broke my neck so i'm now paralyzed from the chest down with limited use of my arms and hands but the understanding that i had gathered from my parents were the principles of life don't change just because you happen to be in a wheelchair or just because you don't walk the principles of life are the same no matter what your circumstances are so that's kind of it, it's not a singular story but it's a theme that goes throughout my entire childhood that has helped me get to where i am today yeah that's incredible that's incredible i can't imagine uh how such an event uh quickly quickly changes your entire life you know you don't know you 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 went uh surfing to have fun and then you leave uh you know the ocean or the beach a completely transformed person you know and uh, i can't imagine i can't imagine uh you know how that 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 happened just like that right yeah and I'll, let me say let me just tweak what you said a little bit okay um and that is what i have found is i'm i'm physically transformed okay my physical body and the way that i engage the world has changed as a result of my uh disability but the essence of who i am has not changed i am still rob and no physical disability can change that i still have the same lousy sense of humor that i've always had i have the same personality the same character the same heart those are all the same as, as a matter of fact my girlfriend 
at the time was on the beach and saw what happened. And she was the very first person that I talked to. And I said to her, listen, I don't know what the future holds. It looks like it holds a lot of limitations. And I said, I don't know what you're feeling towards me. It, if you're just feeling sorry for me, that's not what I'm looking for in a long-term relationship. And I said, lastly, I don't know what kind of pressure you're under from other people, but this is not about them. This is about you and me. And really it's about you. I give you license, whatever you need to do to take care of yourself, feel free to do that. And she got really mad at me and said, listen, what I love about you has nothing to do with whether or not you can walk. It has to do with who you are on the inside. And if you think you can get rid of me that easy, you've got another thing coming. So needless to say, I married her because when you get somebody that sees you for who you are on the inside, don't let them get away. But she taught me literally from the very beginning that the essence of my, this is a kind of a weird way to say this, but the essence of my robness is not defined by my ability to run or throw a ball. It's defined my, my ability to connect with people and to build relationships and to be myself. And so that is the principle on which I, I really built my understanding of living with a disability. Yeah, that's so wonderful. That's inspiring, you know, uh, and very, very courageous that, you know, uh, she, first of all, she was the first person you, you interacted with. And this also speaks to love. Love is so powerful, you know, and uh, I just appreciate you sharing this with us. A lot of people, when they hear a keynote speaker, uh, you know, they think so many things. They think TED Talk. They think, um, you know, they think you've gone through there are so many speaker associations and uh, organizations that you have to be a part of in order for you to be a recognized uh, speaker or keynote speaker. But here you are, despite all these challenges, uh, you know, you are now a recognized keynote speaker. I want you to share with us some of the highlights of your career as a keynote speaker, but also speak about uh, what is it that is exciting for you right now? Sure. So... To me, one of the essential things I talk about is what I call the human condition. And by that, I mean, it's the fact that everybody has problems. Everybody has limitations. Everybody faces obstacles. Okay. Uh, the question is, where do we focus? If we focus on the limitations, if we focus on the obstacles, if we, if we allow what other people to think about us, to define our own self-image, we're not going to be able to achieve success. And our even our self-concept is going to suffer as a result of that. It's about focusing on your abilities. It's about focusing on what you can do that really gives you the strength to make a positive impact in the world around you. So, I mean, there have been a number of highlights for me. One of those... I got to speak for Habitat for Humanity. I've spoken for the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. I've spoken at a number of universities. Uh, it's been really an amazing thing. I've been able to travel internationally to share that message. And then I've been able to, you know, I talk about resilience, talk about dealing with adversity, which has really been powerful when it comes to COVID. 
Okay. None of us had the ability to change what was going on during COVID. It was a something that happened to us. We didn't sign up for it, but the resilience that has happened there, the learning that has happened has been extremely powerful and it's been an opportunity for growth. And that's really, I think that the essence of what, what I want people to understand, everything that you go through is an opportunity for you to learn and grow. And you can either shrink or grow based on how you look at what has happened to you. And that's, that to me is how we make the world a better place, how we make ourselves better people, regardless of what circumstances we're going through. Wow, yeah, that's that's incredible. The circumstances don't matter, but who we are is what is most important. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rob. If you're just joining us uh, on YouTube, I want you to make sure you take a minute and give this video a thumbs up and also make sure you subscribe to the channel. That's one of the ways that you can support this amazing show. We've been doing this show for over two years now and uh, we have collected so many African proverbs, hosted so many incredible guests, but really you, our viewers and listeners, are the ones that make the African Father in America podcast possible. Uh, we are a five-star rated podcast on Apple. Uh, we have over, you know, almost 200,000 downloads uh, on Apple podcasts. So all of this is really not possible without you all engaging, commenting, liking, and sharing the content that we are putting out on all your social media platforms, really. So we deeply, deeply appreciate it. Uh, Rob, I'm going to ask you to, if you have a pen and paper, take a few notes. I want to bring on a few of our guests who are on Clubhouse to, to just uh, say a few things about this proverb and also comment on the incredible stories that you've shared with us. And then I want you to maybe reflect on what they say, you know, reflect on what they say and then uh, close the show for us by letting us know how we can support you and also how we can stay connected with you. So I want to quickly start with Lavender, who is, uh, you know, an incredible leader on the One Vibe team. Uh, Lavender, how are you? Uh, if you have a moment, please uh, say hello and uh, share with us your thoughts on the proverb and also any comment to our guest today. Hi, Simon. Hi, everyone. Um, is Lavender. Rob is um, amazing for you to grace our uh, um, room today. I appreciate the wisdom you've shared thus far. My thoughts about today's proverb, better the child sick than the wife. Um, is a common saying that uh, goes like happy wife, happy life. Um, I usually feel like, and this goes to both parents, most parents usually focus on the happiness of the children and for forgetting their own happiness. Um, and there's this speaker who was talking about uh, parents or a mother 
focusing on her own happiness and automatically a child is happy because the parent is happy. Children usually um, feel the energy of the person taking care of them or the parent and they emulate that. We find that mostly when women are pregnant, they advise to be in a conducive environment um, and they are asked to be keen on the emotions because kids tend to take up what the mother feels. This Lavender and I'm done speaking. Thank you so much, Simon. Thank you, Lavender. I appreciate your words of wisdom. Uh, I want to quickly move on to Brother Arth. Uh, Brother Arth, uh, briefly share where you are and uh, also what today's proverb means to you. If you have any comments to our special guest, please go ahead and share as well. Peace and love, family. This is Brother Earth. I'm coming from the North Carolina Territory. And uh, honor to you and all the family coming forth with the wisdom of the ancestors. And um, as far as the speaker, man, I just I just felt that uh, it, it, that was very powerful. That you know, uh, through the through the challenges and adversity, uh, his character and his integrity remained intact because that's what it was instilled in him from his parents. And uh, you know, as parents, uh, it's so important that we. We are like uh, uh, sculptors to our children, and, and uh, it's very important that we are uh, able to uh, mold on our children or, or be molded upon as children. But um, that's what I say to what he was saying. And as far as the proverb, uh, I think Lavender took some of what I was saying about, you know, uh, the old, them old players back in the day, they used to say stuff like, you know, Happy life, happy wife, and if mama not happy, nobody in the house ain't happy. You know, the food ain't on point. Certain things ain't going to be uh, taken care of how it should be if mama not happy. So it's uh, so important to, to make sure uh, the mother's happy because she is the backbone, uh, backbone to the home or, or the family unit. And um, that's the first thing I say about the proverb. And the second thing, uh, when I look at the proverb, it made me think about, uh, it was a while back I had seen something on uh, Instagram, and this this lady had asked her, 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 her fiancé, let's say just say her fiancé, uh, you know, he's like, she was like, who's more important to you, me, your mother, or our daughters? You know, she asking the man this, and I was like, oh, that. She didn't try to jam them up. That's what I'm thinking. He said, that's a good question, baby. He said, but that's easy. He said, you are uh, my most important, you you are more important to me than those others. He said, because when I was a boy, I lived with my mother. When I got with you, I left my mother to be with you. And he said, the girls are with us now, but when the girls grow up, they're going to leave home, and I'm going to still have to be with you. So it's, it's very important that me and you uh, maintain a strong, healthy bond and relationship because me and you, uh, you know, we could be here together the longest. So with that right there being said, that's why it's important to take care of mama because, you know what I mean, happy life, happy wife. Peace and love, families, brother. 
Thank you brother. That's so deep and so so profound. I appreciate that. Brother Rushi, I would love to hear your voice to uh, let us know where you're joining us from and your perspectives on the proverb and comments on our guest. Thank you Simon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity to to speak today. I am uh, calling from home. I am in Charleston, South Carolina today. Um I think Rob, the speaker Rob, I I really appreciate uh hearing his voice today. What he said to me really uh, made me think of a lot of things. I, I deeply appreciate uh, you, Simon, and the guests. The, um, the proverb, better the, better the child weeps than the wife, it actually, after, after listening to Rob and thinking about it, it actually made me take a different turn as far as what I actually feel about this proverb. Um, this proverb, it, it reminds me of the old saying uh, in the South or everywhere, uh, it's a saying that we all heard growing up, uh, spare the rod, spoil the child, which is, uh, which is a term that re it's really a biblical term uh, that came from the Bible. But uh, growing up, our parents, really, our, our parents really utilized that saying to beat us. It's, it's a saying, you know, that's what you heard when you got a beating for uh, doing something bad. But, you know, if you, if you really think about the uh, origin of that of that saying, which is a biblical biblical saying, the, I believe in the Bible it said something like, uh, uh, "He who spares the rod hates his hates his son or hates his child." Um, but it's, it's it's a saying that says something like that. And if you think about that saying, the rod in the Bible it really signifies the rod in the Bible really signifies the. Uh, it's a term from the sheep herder. The sheep herder is the one who carried the rod to make sure the sheep stayed in line. And the sheep herder, they didn't, they never eat the sheep. They guided the sheep to where they needed the sheep to go, so the sheep can be safe. So I, I, I think of that uh, very deeply because uh, in this world we have a lot of motherless children in this world today. And when I say motherless children, that that could be from the term of their mother is not here as she's, she's passed on, or we have a lot of children who mothers just aren't around uh, for whatever reasons. And, and I think of those children, and I think of sometimes the hard times that they have. And I think that's, that, that also cover, will, will cause mothers to weep because we have a lot of children here that are being raised by uh, grandmothers, fathers, other, other family members. Um, so I think of those children that weep because they're missing the, the guidance of a strong uh, mother in their life, which is, we all know that the mother is a, a woman, is, is God. She is the backbone of the community, backbone of all of our uh, families. So without the woman, there is no life. So I, I really think about that. And I really think, you know, um, we need to really make sure that we take care of the women that we have in our lives, whether that's mothers, sisters, friends, aunts, cousins, whatever, whatever form that is, we need to make sure that the women that we have, they are healthy mentally and physically and spiritually and make sure that, you know, if, if we see something that's not right, that we, that we as men or as women help each other out, help each other out in that, in that uh, regard. So um, the, the speaker is, story about about his his integrity and his uh his character 
which which he got from his which his parents is is very 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 inspiring, and it really uh made me it it definitely is in line with this proverb. So I really thank you, Simon and Rob, for um for for the words today. I can definitely this this should definitely be on my mind all day today. So appreciate that. Thank you, Brother Rusia. I appreciate you for your continued support and for your contribution today. I want to go ahead and invite uh, Jay. Uh, before I do that, I want to welcome everyone who is just joining us. Uh, I see you, Afi and Austin, of course, Leah. Uh, I know that everyone is not going to have a chance to contribute today, but your presence is deeply, deeply appreciated. I also see Kape. Thank you for being here. Uh, and also, I see uh the i am the one and only one who is here but also on youtube i see so many of you over there but i can't recognize each of you i just want you to know that you know i waved and i see you <laughs> but we have a special guest here rob oliver who is a keynote speaker who inspired us with really really some of the um you know the the stories of his life you know what he has gone through and what he's doing now uh, despite all the challenges that he has gone through so um I just want you to take a minute and make sure you're following uh, the African Father in America Club. Make sure you, you tap in with us uh, so that you don't miss any of our conversations. And also, uh, if you're watching, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Give this video a thumbs up. Uh, and now I want to bring you on, Jay. How are you? How was your weekend? Uh, what are your thoughts on this conversation that we're having today? Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, hi, Simon. It's always good when I can make it into this room. It's been a busy weekend. I'm ready to start my work week, um, the positive attitude. And I just want to say the first thing that I, I will listen to the replays because I love stories. Um, the stories can be inspiring, they can be uplifting, they can be motivating. So um, I will definitely listen to the replay so I can hear your special guest. The what came the first thing that came to mind to me was it's a problem <laughs> when the wife is crying, when the wife is upset, when the wife is angry or hurt. That's a it's a huge problem. And Oh, oh, the wife can hold some grudges and there can be some serious difficulties in the home. Children will cry about just about everything. <laughs> if they can't have what they want, they will cry. If they can't go where they want to go, they will cry. If they can't do what they want to do, they will cry. And so that's kind of how I looked at it. And then children have a tendency to get over things pretty quickly, depending upon the situation and the circumstances. Of course, that can vary. Absolutely, it can vary. But they're they're resilient in that way. Um, but if you're talking about your wife and is crying, that's is it's, it's serious. It's a serious situation. And whatever happened, whatever caused it, whatever is contributing to it, there there needs to be a way to fix it so and resolve it. I just want to say this is uh, Domestic Violence Month, and I'm just going to leave it at that. But at the end of the day, uh, children are resilient. Um, they have a tendency to cry over a lot of small things, but they have a tendency to also forgive quicker and to bounce back faster. This is Jay and I'm done speaking. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, Jay. Uh, we have one more speaker before we get back to you, Rob, so that you can uh, just reflect on everything you had and then close our show by letting us know how we can support you and how we can also stay connected with you. Stella, how are you doing? Where are you joining us from today? And uh, what are your thoughts on this uh, you know, time that we're having with Rob today? Hello, Simon. Hello, everyone. I hope you can hear me. Yeah, loud and clear. Okay. So, today's proverb has just reminded me of how recently over here in Kenya, uh, I'm speaking from Kenya, uh, there's been a lot of uh, people killing each other in the family units. And the latest one, I think, is the saddest where someone was killed in a, I feel it's mysterious though, there's a story out there of how it was a love triangle and all that, but it's kind of mysterious to me. And it's just showing us how the family unit is kind of being destroyed nowadays. And uh, the family unit is losing meaning and it's leaving everyone involved, especially the children vulnerable, I'd say. And again, when I looked at this uh, proverb, it just reminded me of how, especially when children are involved, uh, the children look at, at the parents as their everything. Like they look up to them for answers, there are so many questions. They look up to them for examples, how to live this life. And when it talks about the wife crying and all that, then it means that the, 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 the family unit is not working, especially when the wife cries. So uh, it kind of left me sad but I'm happy that we are here and talking about it. And thank you for this opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Stella. And uh, thank you to all our contributors today. We are going to go on to my special guest uh, who is with me on YouTube. So if you want to uh, connect with me and see the guest directly, you can tap the link at the top of the room and uh, remember to subscribe to the channel while at it. Rob, uh, what is it that you heard from our guests that uh, moved you, that you want to share, and then uh, go ahead and share with us how we can stay connected with you and how we can support the work that you do? Sure. I, I want to thank all of your guests for sharing their thoughts. There's so much there. I, I'll try and move through it as quickly as possible. Stella, when you brought up the concept of violence within the family, where the whole family weeps together for what is going on in the dysfunctional relationships that is so powerful and something that really needs to be thought about is the relationships within the family and for all to be spared from weeping if that's at all possible. Uh, I was additionally thinking, Jay, you brought up a great point about how children do go through difficult times, but they bounce back quickly. If a, if a wife is crying, if a grown woman is crying, Many times it's because there is a longer, larger, lingering problem of what happens. Uh, Brother Yushi, there was a, 
a couple of things. Number one, you were talking about motherless children. I also am concerned about fatherless children, that there are that children need the example of an adult in their life. And I really think that, and this goes back to what Brother Art said about molding our children. What we, the way that we live our lives is a far greater impact on our children than the words that we say. If the words that we say contradict the way that we act, the, the children are going to learn from what we do more than what we say. And Brother Yushi also brought up the, uh, the biblical concept of spare the rod and spoil the child. And what I, I would bring up another Bible concept. It says, train up a child in the way that they would go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. And I really would tie that into what Lavender said, because when a child cries, it's because they are unhappy now. It is much more likely that when a wife cries, it's because of problems that are occurring in a child's life later in life, right? A, a, a woman, a mother may be far, far more upset by the decisions that her grown children are making than the decisions that our younger children are making. And lastly, there were many people that referenced the concept of happy wife, happy life. And I'll just tweak that a little bit to say this, just because your wife is happy doesn't guarantee that you will be happy. So, uh, and this goes back, I think, I'm not sure who it was that said it, but if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, right? Uh, which is unhappy wife, unhappy life. If your wife is not happy, that's a pretty solid guarantee that you're not going to be real happy either. So that's kind of my reaction to where, to what your guests have said. And, and I really appreciate them sharing. That's beautiful. I love that. Now share with us how we can uh, support your work and how we can stay connected with you. Sure. So uh, you can find me at your keynotespeaker.com and I am happy to I'd love to speak anywhere and love to share my thoughts with uh, your group if that's something that you're interested in. I also have a, a couple podcasts that are out there. One deals with entrepreneurship and the other talks about quality healthcare. You will find links to both of those at yourkeynotespeaker.com. And I am also on social media. You can find me at your keynoter on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, I, I'm out there. So happy to connect with everybody. Man, thank you again, Rob. Uh, this has been a really, really beautiful way to start a new week, you know. And uh, I want to thank you, uh, Lavender, for really, uh, you know, making making this possible and Stella also thank you for making this possible Stella and Lavender are part of the One Vibe Media team and uh, because of the hard work they're putting in we're able to get uh, you know amazing guests like Rob and also to our community members who are listening and watching from across the world uh, I also thank you for your continued support if you want to stay connected with me the best way to do that is through my Instagram at okelojavan uh, send me a DM if you want uh, to be a guest or reach out to Lavender or Stella directly. And also if you want to engage with the Proverbs before we, we do the show every day, about three hours, 
uh, before the show we publish it on my instagram platform so uh, i just want you all to know that you are amazing you're deeply appreciated and uh, i can't wait to see you tomorrow 6 a.m pacific standard time for another episode of the african father in america podcast rob is there something i didn't ask you that you want to speak to briefly before we close absolutely so this is the the african fathers in america podcast and i want to talk to fathers directly right now for just real short after i was married for a couple years my wife and i were talking about having kids and as a person with a disability, I was very concerned about what kind of dad I was going to be. I can't throw a football. I can't build a tree house. And I thought, I'm not going to be a good dad. And my wife said to me, what is it that a dad really does? A dad teaches his kids right and wrong. A dad loves his kids no matter what they've done. And a dad is there for his kids when they need him. I said, all right, those are things that I can do. And um, we went on we went through in vitro and I ended up having triplets who are 20 years old. That's a story all to its own. But what I wanna encourage dads with is this, here's what it really means to be a dad. Make sure your kids know that you love them no matter what. Help your kids understand what is right and what is wrong. And when your kids need you, you've got to be there for them. That's what it truly means to be a father. And if we do that, our kids are going to come out they're going to come out well. So thank you for, thank you for having me. And I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it too. Those were really, really wonderful uh, parting shots that you gave us there. Have a beautiful day, uh, Rob, and uh, everybody who is listening and watching. I hope you took, uh, you know, you took something from today's conversation. So uh, I'll see you all tomorrow. Thank you again, Rob. I really, really enjoyed our time together today. Take great care of yourself. Thanks, Simon. African father in America. Tujikaze, tujikaze, jikaze. Tujikaze, tujikaze, jikaze. African tujikaze, tujikaze, jikaze. America. Tujikaze, tujikaze, jikaze. You are listening to African Father in America podcast by Simon Javanokelo live from Seattle.